Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde Podcast. I have very interesting guest today. Her name is Lorna Litz Bias and we will be talking about new beauty standards in media. My guest is a recognized international fashion curve model, actress, advocate for diversity and humanitarian. She has bachelor's degree and graduated with honors. She has established relationships and influence with top brands in fashion and film industry for over 10 years. While successfully working in fashion and film, she established herself as being a positive role model for all women and young girls. My guest and I will be talking about new standards in media and new standards in modeling for plus-size models and in general. My guest will be sharing her challenges in the modeling career. Also, Lorna Litz was published in People's Magazine and she shared the rules how to love your body. Also, she will be sharing the secrets what inspires her the most and the most exciting moments of the career. And we also shared a lot of personal stories about modeling and how we went through so many challenges going into modeling careers. And maybe it seems different from the outside, but we really will be sharing secrets and really struggles for the modeling career. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, honey. How are you? Welcome to Not Basic Blonde Podcast. Hi. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for being my guest. I appreciate this. Yeah. And you have an, an amazing career. We would love to learn more about you. So would you please tell our listeners about yourself, your career? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, well, my name is Lorna Litz-Baez, and I am an international model. I'm an actress. I'm an influencer, um, an advocate for diversity, and I'm also a mother of a two-and-a-half-year-old. That's wonderful. <laughs> I've done modeling since I was 13 as well, but sometimes I didn't pursue it full-time when I had to go to school and get my education. So I had to have like another career, so I ended up doing... IT project management and went back full-time to modeling and blogging like a few years ago. How do uh-huh. you balance all and how did you start your modeling career? Well, um, wow, this is such a long story, but um, I kind of started around the age that you also started, around 12 years old. Um, and I'm originally from New York City, from Brooklyn, New York. And uh, I started showing interest when I was about five years old. My mother it's funny because she tells people to this day I knew that she was going to be a model or an actress or something like some sort of involvement in the arts because every time they brought out a camera or a video you know recorder I was there posing and acting so I was always on for the camera um 
you know, thankfully I have parents that have been super supportive in my career because it, you know, it really took off around the age of 12 and my mom, my dad, like my mom was a New York city board of of education teacher and my dad owned the business. So like there was nobody at that time in my family that were like modeling or acting. So they really didn't know like where to take me. And it's crazy because like you would think living in New York city, okay, it's fashion capital of the world, but from Brooklyn. And so my parents were just like, okay, let's put her like in pageants. And so I started in pageant and, um, it was definitely a great experience because it taught me how to be poised and how to present myself and speak correctly and, you know, stand upright. And, um, and I met so many great people, but, and I was able to compete and uh, Miss New York and I made top five. And then I competed for the Miss National Puerto Rican Day Parade Queen. And I made first runner up. And I mean, it was all fabulous, but it still wasn't like fulfilling my my heart because it's not where I want to be. So I knew I had to be involved in fashion and modeling some sort. And so I was able to meet a lot of people through uh, pageantry, which introduced me to mini photographers and um, agents. And then, you know, through the journey, because it wasn't easy, um, you know, I had to get up and go to go sees and, you know, get up and knock on these agency doors. And it took, it took a little bit. And then finally, I got my big break around the age of, um, I want to say 15, 16, um, when I got signed to an agency and um, I had the chance to start working as a model. But, um, you know, and, and even what, even while I was with an agency and signed, I still had to go to casting and auditions and book work. So um, it definitely, it definitely has been an up and down roller coaster ride for me, but I absolutely love it. I see. It was the same for me too. And I was like giving up so many times. Plus before modeling was so crazy as far as like, I was being size two, four, like I always was two and four. So I always wanted to be size two because some runways, they did not accept you if you're four. And yeah. I was struggling with it. Like finally I got to the size two, but I was waiting did like 130 pounds. I'm 5'11". And I was oh. holding the wall when I was walking because I didn't eat anything. I wasn't like fat-free diet I used to fight with my mom in the grocery store when she would buy like normal food and I would tell her like put it back I would only eat like fat-free and like eat just turkey nothing else and like you know as well yeah same here same here it was definitely a challenge I feel like one of the challenges for me was that I am Hispanic I'm Puerto Rican and a quarter Japanese so like and in my family I never was told I was overweight um at the age of 12 I was a size 12 so that in my family is normal like it's like you know my grandmother would say you're skinny you need to gain weight like you know it's like I've never heard ever like growing up that I needed to lose weight and it wasn't until I started a career modeling was when I heard it and it was definitely I definitely felt that um there was a lack of 
representation in size and ethnicity in the fashion industry. And it was very eye-opening for me. You know, it showed me how close-minded the fashion industry was to reality, to like the reality of like women and our diverseness of sizes. And, you know, and living in New York City, which is a melting pot of so many cultures, um, you know, it's, it's, it was surprising. For me. And I did go through a moment where I forced myself to be a size I was not supposed to be. Um, so I went down to a size two, just like you. And it was difficult to maintain the size. It was difficult to get there. And then it was difficult to maintain it because my body is like fighting with me. Like, no, you know, you're supposed to be curvy. And I'm just like, no, I gotta be skinny. But um, that was definitely short-lived because once again, you know, I wasn't happy and I just, I wasn't fulfilled. And I knew that I needed to continue um, pursuing this career because it was just so you know, the passion I had inside me, I was just so ambitious about it. But I also knew that I didn't want to put myself through that, that emotional, physical, mental torment. Um, you know, so I decided to say, hey, you know what, I'm just going to embrace my curves and hopefully things will turn around. Um, the agency I was with, they did drop me because I just couldn't stop fluctuating and wait. It was just like, it was, impossible for me to maintain the size that I was forcing myself to be so um that's when I fell into reality tv and um and that's kind of how I got introduced to plus size modeling um was through reality tv so I competed I went and I auditioned three times for a show called model latina which uh can be seen right now on amazon prime and uh, it was season four uh, season four Yes, season four, Model Latina. And I was the very first plus model to um, compete on a show with 17 other girls. And mind you, I was a size 10 when I was in the house, right? And that, you know, for me, I just felt like I was on a smaller end of plus because um, I knew already that the industry was expanding their mind to accepting curvier sizes and the sample size starts at a size 14. So I was kind of like considered in between, I guess you could say for the plus industry, but on this show I was considered the plus size model. Um, and then through that show, um, I, I uh, got introduced to Curvy Girls, which was a reality show based on my life. And I remember that when I left Mar Latina and I went back to New York because we were filming in Las Vegas and I took like a week off and it's so weird my first time on reality TV I remember like you're on camera 24 7 by the way when you're on like competition shows and I remember like being home in my house and like waking up and covering myself because I thought the cameras were still on like it was like a mental a mental warp thing that I went through for a little bit. And so when I got the phone call like a week later, once I got home from the producers of, of, of Mala Latina, they were, you know, they, they said, Hey, we really love you on the show. And we have another show called Curvy Girls wanting to be a part of. And I said, no, I said no, because I can't put myself through that again. I was like, I don't want to be in a house with all these girls competing for one title and they're like no 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 it's about your life it's about you about breaking into the industry as a plus model and and I thought to myself well if I have control over what I could say and do then yeah why not and I ended up filming two seasons of Curvy Girls which you can also watch on Amazon Prime um and that's when I broke into plus size modeling 
So I was able to transition from, I guess you could say a straight size model, as they call it, to plus size because of reality TV, which was great because I didn't have to go through like, it was, it, I still have to, you know, go to, to agencies and all that, but it was a lot easier for me to get signed because I already had like a backing of like a, a name to myself. That's amazing. I'm glad you turned around and made it like became successful anyway. And I'm glad the modeling industry right now, it's so like flexible and so has a huge variety as far as like sizes and for nationalities and gender. And it's just like very, I mean, we went through so much and other girls in modeling like had to mentally go through so much and how many girls died from anorexia so many yeah. and I'm, I'm so glad finally modeling in took it into consideration the rules yes yes for sure me too amen <laughs> i know <laughs> and also you had a nice magazine and you shared that you have rules love in your body so would you please tell us more yeah, well, you know, um, the interview with People's Magazine was wonderful. Um, it, it was based on um, rules to loving your body. And um, basically, you know, I just spoke about my journey as a model and, and, and just the trials and tribulations that I had to go through and I still go through. And just discovering self-love for myself because, you know, working in an industry where everything is... Um, I, you know, vanity and, you know, you're getting picked apart every day by different people, whether that's your agent or the clients or even yourself, you know, you're picking yourself apart because you're comparing yourself to other beautiful models, beautiful women. Um, you know, I learned to just love myself at the size I am because, because of my background, I do still to this day fluctuate in weight. So I'll go from like a 12 to like a 14, 16, depending on like if it's the holiday season, if I go back home to Puerto Rico and visit my family, I'm going to be eating good, you know? So, um, you know, so I learned to just embrace the size I am. I currently am. And, um, I also, love to work out but I've worked out my whole entire life and so I am an advocate for like living a healthy fit curvy lifestyle at the size you are um and you know I work out for like my sanity I work out because it's a mood regulator and because I just love to move my body I and um and it just makes me feel good you know I call it feel good workout so like everything anything I do when it comes to working out is um I have to feel good doing it. So I love doing um, spin classes and, and dance classes and Zumba and boxing. I keep myself fit through that. I, you know, I, or I hop on the bike here and I head to Santa Monica beach and I just ride bike all day with my son strapped in the back, you know, and I do it because it makes me feel good. And I also realize that because of the following I have, I've been approached by women or girls are like, wow, like amazing that you're a curve model or plus size model um and like you work out like you advocate like just keeping yourself moving um and so with people magazine you know I shared my interview on why I work out because I feel like there's a taboo where people feel oh well you're a plus size model that means you just stay home and you just eat all day no because being a plus size model you still have to maintain your size and you still have to be healthy and be fit um, you know, you have to have that, st that stamina to, 
to be on set for 10 hours and, you know, and your skin has to look beautiful. So you have to have the right foods that you put in your body to have the right nutrients to have the skin or the hair, you know, so it's still, you know, we're still models. We're still taking care of ourselves, which is on the curvier end. Yeah, I agree with people have so many misperceptions about plus size models and all that. But it's a lot of work too. like you still have to Mm -hmm. take care of yourself and still have to stay on the top of your game. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And what inspires you the most? What inspires me the most? Um, That's a really good question. I feel like if you had asked me this question maybe 10 years ago, my answer would have been um, making my parents proud. I think that would have been my answer, you know, making them feel like the time and investment that they put into supporting my career wasn't, you know, for granted. Um, and now, you know, fast forward, they are extremely proud of me. But I feel like what inspires me the most now is my son, um, because I would have never guessed I'd be a mom so quickly after getting married. You know, I like my husband and I, we would talk about that we waited so long to, you know, jump in and, 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 and become officially husband and wife. And we thought that we were going to be traveling a little bit more, you know, before bringing a family into the picture and it just happened so fast. Um, but I feel like it happened at the perfect moment because there was a, a time where, um, in between, um, m- working all the time, going to set and traveling and then and then getting married, somewhere in between there, I became a little jaded. And, and, and I say that because like, I, I kind of just like was working and showing up to set and I was still having fun and everything, but it was like, okay, this is what I do. Like there was no purpose behind, like really there was no, like that fire was, was dimming, that fire was dimming inside of me. And when I found out that I was going to be a mom, and then when I finally met my son the day he was born, it was like this overwhelming feeling of, of unwavering desire that just came over me when I saw his face and he became like my reason. I was like, oh my God, like this is the reason why I need to continue in my career. This is the reason why I need to continue being successful in anything and everything I want to put my mind to. I I need to do it for him. (laughs) And it's just like, he became my inspiration, you know? And so I have to say that, you know, he's definitely a blessing. Um, Obviously he's my son, but he inspires me every morning to wake up and, and go and do it and make it happen. That's so beautiful. I love how you said it, that your son inspires you. Yeah, it's like family is everything. Basically, you know, having, being healthy, having a great family, it's already been like, you know, wealthy because, you know, family yeah. is very important. Yes, yes. A lot of times people forget that, you know, people chase the money and chase the fame. And then when they're up there, they're like lonely. And they're like, why am I lonely? <laughs> you know, because that doesn't fulfill you. You know, family is everything for sure. I agree with you. Yeah, so true. How do you balance? How do you do like, how do you do it all? Like work life balance? <laughs> oh my God, girl. Woo, it takes a village. Um, you know, I think now things because of everything that's happening with the pandemic and and COVID, we were able to slow down a little bit. Um, And so I had to, you know, maneuver and navigate through that and figure out to continue my career. And then um, I feel like 
the pandemic was somewhat of a blessing for us because, or for me, because I was able to spend more time with my son. Um, and uh, my husband was able to be home more and work from home and spend more time with me and the baby. Um, and then I fell into influencer work because a lot of my clients were like, hey, you know what, we can't get you on set, but how about we just send you the stuff and you shoot from home? So I ended up being forced to, to get into this influencer stuff that I was actually in before, but you know, when you're used to waking up in the morning and walking on set, getting your hair and makeup done, working and then going home and getting paid, it's, it's easy to get a little lazy. And so um, like the pandemic definitely forced me to like take it seriously. And so I got a bunch of um, lighting and a professional camera, a Canon camera and with, you know, the Stigma lens and like just all this different um, equipment to shoot from home. And so that has uh, helped me open up my mind to wanting to take influencer work also seriously so I could spend more time with my son. Um, but when I do have to, because now things are kind of like getting back to normal again and clients are like, hey, we want you to come to set now. I have a nanny. So that's how I'm able to balance my life. I feel like it's so important um, for any model or any actress or any woman that's planning on bringing children into the picture. You need to have, it's so important that you have a nanny or babysitter, like they are going to be your lifesaver. Um, you know, and I get that moms, you know, especially first time moms are nervous, but you have to find the right one. And so luckily through a long, long, extensive amount of interviews, um, before the pandemic, this was pre-pandemic, we found, uh, Zakio, my son, that's his name, Zakio. We found his, his nanny and she's been with him since he was three months old. Um, I kind of started her off with like once a week, twice a week to like, just, you know, get her to start getting into the groove of things. And then she just became absolutely phenomenal. Now she's part of the family. My son's going to be three in June. So like she hasn't gone anywhere. Um, and balancing time to also have a social life and to have time with your significant other as well, which once again, <laughs> she comes into play to save everything, to save the day. Because I don't, you know, we don't have family here. Now we have my family here. That'll be a different story. I could be like, hey, mom, here's the kid. <laughs> Take care of him. But uh, we don't have family here in Los Angeles. And so that's how I'm able to balance everything. And time, time, schedule. Like time, scheduling your day, scheduling your time, scheduling your week. I mean, I was doing this before I became a mom, but now it's like, it's crucial. Like I need to schedule my day, you know, like I know my schedule from the morning, from the time I wake up in the morning to the evening when I put him to bed. So time management and having help is how I'm able to balance my career. <laughs> That's great. Being a working mom is very hard. And I mean, I don't have any kids. I just and everything, but it's already hard. But having a kid, it's even harder. I'm glad you you were able to find such a loyal nanny. Yeah. Yeah, she's a blessing. Nice. And what was the most exciting moment of your career? Oh, um, I feel like I have had a lot of moments that were very exciting in my career. Um and I can't say, you know, I've, I've done different jobs for, you know, really huge clients. And I feel like I haven't reached the, the one that I can say, oh my God, this is the one I'm going to remember forever. I mean, I love, I love all my, it's the same. And, and, and 
all the jobs I've booked, you know, I feel like they have all been exciting, but I feel like that moment hasn't come yet for me. But what I can say is, um, and I guess it's because of my personality and because I'm always striving for more, more like bigger and better, I guess you could say. Um, I guess the most rewarding part of all of this is knowing that I've helped pave the way for aspiring talents to showcase like their dreams to the world. Um, I guess by giving them opportunities that weren't available before. I, I get a lot of messages from girls and from women that say that they love the fact that they're able to like see someone that they can relate to when they go shopping and when they see, you know, the website or like they can relate to me, my my hair texture, my skin color, you know, um, my ethnicity, that you know, they're they're happy to finally see someone that they could that they could relate with. Um, that definitely is exciting for me. And I guess you could also say like, it gives me like a higher sense of purpose and happiness to know that I'm helping people. I'm helping girls and women to love themselves and to accept themselves for who they are and not give a F about what anyone else thinks about you and just loving yourself unconditionally. That to me is exciting. You know, that has been an exciting moment to get messages like that um, or just be recognized when I go out and about and I'm walking around with my husband or my son and someone's like, oh my God, one of it's like, hi, I'm a big fan of yours. And, you know, that's exciting to also feel that, that recognition. Yeah, I guess, I, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's amazing. Yeah, I love it. And what's the best advice you can give to women today? Oh my God. Uh, I mean, the advice I can give women is, oh, listen, you know, you have to love yourself. It has to start with you. Like if you're, if you're searching for gratification, if you're searching for acceptance, you're not going to find it. You need to accept yourself and love yourself. And I know it's hard. It's hard because I have my days where I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just not feeling it today, you know, but I try my best not to put myself down because you're going to experience that throughout life. You, you know, throughout life, you're going to meet people that are going to disappoint you. Just don't disappoint yourself you know, don't disappoint yourself, like start from within to really, really find that beauty that you have within yourself that reflects outside and just be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself and to other people. Um, yeah. And I mean, honestly, like if anyone is listening that wants to break into modeling or acting or dancing or the arts, go for it, go for it please like just one life to live I feel like this this world um everything that's going on in the world is such is so eye-opening to know that life you can't take it for granted you know we only have one life to live so live it exactly the way you want to live it that's amazing I love it I love this advice that's the best <laughs> thank you and where can our listeners find you? your social handles all your information oh my gosh yeah so um, my website is www.lornalitz.com and all my social handles is Lorna Litz. So at Lorna Litz with Twitter, with Facebook and with Instagram and TikTok as well. Nice. Thank you so much for being my guest. It was amazing. Oh my God. Yes. Thank you for having me. You're so sweet and so beautiful. And I think honestly, I look at you on, on your page and I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's so pretty. I know she's a model. So yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like you're so beautiful. Like if you're thinking about getting back into it, do it girl. Cause you're gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome.
That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.